Welcome to Living Martial Arts with Master Ray Gale, aka The Dark Master. Living Martial Arts discuss and examines the everyday exercise, philosophy, and lifestyle of the martial arts enthusiast. The host talks about his own training, past and present, and he also interviews many martial artists to discover how they continue to live their own martial arts journey. Tune in for top tips on how to get the best out of your martial art. Or perhaps you're thinking of starting a martial art. This podcast offers you an easy way to dip your toe in. Sign up for the newsletter at livingmartialarts.com and get regular updates and training tips direct to your inbox. Follow the Dark Master on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Living Martial Arts. Oh, hello, everyone, the Living Living Martial Arts Podcast fans. It's me, the Dark Master, back with another episode. I have a fantastic guest uh, with me today, a legend, a legend uh, in martial arts. I have Mr. Alfie Lewis on the line. How are you, Alfie? Fine, thank you, my friend. Listen, forget the weird legend, right? (laughs) Alfie Lewis, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, hey, listen... You know, it, it, in in the in the day back in the day, um, you know, competing, uh, it, it was great because um, I, I still I still contest that uh, you know people used to come to that um, you know come to the square to see you fight and to see uh, try and copy what you do, which uh, not many managed to do it to be honest. But uh, it was a pleasure to see you in thank the ring as you fight. Thank you very much. Thank you. No, I used no, to watch no, no. as well. Let's get that right. Yeah. yeah. I watched you. And Kim Stone come down to my dojo. You know that? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, Kim come down. I mean, uh, he come down. Listen to this. Kim's Kim's uh, a white guy, as we know. Yeah. Blonde in blue eyes. Looks like a safer. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes to a black area. You know, at the time, just after the riots. And Kim was there. You know what? I respect that. And Kim's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's a he's a he's a lo- he's a lovely guy. Well, hey, listen, th- th- this this really this podcast is about uh, you know ha- how we've lived our martial arts journey. And what I want to start with really is to tell tell us a little bit about your uh, your martial arts journey. And I, I know that you know this question this can take weeks because you've been in it a long time. So pr- perhaps you can tell me you know how you started, why you started, and things okay. like that. I'll, I'll condense it. Okay. Yes. Uh, are you first at the age of seven? I done boxing. My dad was a champion boxer. So I done boxing. I love right. boxing. Boxing is still I go to. Box still I go to. Uh I found boxing, I done judo, jiu-jitsu, and then Bruce Lee come in. And when Bruce Lee come in, I want to just kick people in the head. <laughs> yeah. People don't don't get the idea of what impact he had on us back then. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's everywhere you go, martial arts now. It's like Nothing. But back then, it was like, wow, what the hell is this? Mm. I, sit, I sit in my house, right, watching TV. As there comes on, the edge of the dragon. My life changed. My life changed. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah so I done that. Then I done, uh, well, well, sorry, what, 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 while you're on that, it's interesting okay. because what, what you said there is, is amazing because and not only... I mean that happened all around the country. Myself and yeah. uh, uh, Mark Mark Oldborn, we we used to go to an all night kung fu show in in Bristol no. at, at the hotel. No. 
<laughs> I used to love it. But I'm going to beat you now, right? Liverpool is your oldest charity town in Britain. Right. As a consequence, every Monday, they had uh, the Chinese would book the cinema before you had their uh, DVDs or that, that kind of stuff. Book the cinema. And it'd be open at half 12 and half 11 or half 12 at night once all the restaurants close. Yeah, yeah. We go there and you have all Chinese movies on martial arts movies, right? You could not understand them. <laughs> <laughs> but you went and the likes of Taylor Liu was there. All the top people were there at this time because it was like it was like being a, a special club, you know, Sage. Yeah, I, yeah. I, lo- I love them kung fu movies. Now, oh, now, that's good. now I look back and they're kind of crazy. But back then it was just it was just a whole different world. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was. And it was, it was great because the thing is, is we used to go and watch. We, in fact, myself and Mark, we used to sneak out of the house late, late at night because it was on really late. And um, my my mum my and dad were at work. <laughs> we used to sneak. <laughs> we, we, used, we used to sneak down and watch them. Of course, when you came out, you're just jumping over everything, kicking everything. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> I, uh, you had a cinema called the ABC. Yeah. I when you had all Kung Fu, all that Kung Fu, it starts at like 11 o'clock and finishes at 6 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was jammed. It was jammed. But you know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's these things will never happen again. You can, no. You, you got iPads, you got all this. I like, I, every guy called Danny Connor. No, 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 no. Wow. Off with your head. <laughs> Go on. Danny was a pioneer of karate, England. Uh, very, very, he's there at the very front. And Danny was a, uh, he, you would not have time walks in this country. You would not have time walks if it wasn't Danny. He brought, okay. he brought them over, Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you come over, right, do you actually teach in Taekwondo? Okay. You know that? Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot a lot of those time masters originally were, weren't they? Uh, yeah. Scan and those people. Yeah. Uh, well, Scan's a great guy. His yeah. kicking ability is, even as he is now, he can hold the leg up. Above yeah. his head, and he can maneuver it. Anyway, back to back to my history. So, anyway, uh, I've been Shotokan for a couple of years uh, with a guy, Sensi. I always like giving credit to, to those who told me, Sensi Brian Sheen told me Shotokan. Uh, yeah. But I come across Lao Gar yeah. uh, at the same time. So, I was doing Lao Gar, I was doing boxing, and I was doing Shotokan around the same time. But yeah. I, I, I was so Infatuated, it was infectious. Infected, it was in my system. I, I don't know, Pacwa, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, I don't, Premantis, I don't, Hungar. I was just wherever I could get, I'd done. I'd go from I, I, on one day, I'd go down to the Tlaug Laugar, then I'd jog across when I finished, uh, uh, I finished half seven, I'd run across town to the Pacwa place, and I'd then run home. I just, I loved it. <laughs> It, it, it's great, isn't it? It's great looking back at those uh, uh, those days. <laughs> they, they, they won't come again. They won't no. come again. They, you know, no, uh, no, no. Martial arts now is is part of the modern culture, but it, it's the mystique's got. See, we had mystique. We thought these guys were gods, you know, and you yeah. could do all kinds. Now we know they're just men. But back yeah. in the day, they were gods. And like, uh, and I think because we thought they were gods, we actually got involved deeper as opposed to now where you see these people. It, 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 it was all, let's be truthful. 
Let's be truthful, right? Without without putting them down. They weren't as good as we thought they were hmm. when we look back now. But it didn't matter. We thought they were just so great. Yeah. Whatever they said, we listened to it. It was gospel. And I think that's important when you're going to learn something, right? Because yeah. when you get taught, and he, you used to walk around yeah, the shortcut crazy class and kicking the back of the leg, kicking the belly, punch out. We thought that was normal. <laughs> it was like, oh, it's us. We get battered. These days, that'd be a, a challenge for me. Yeah. yeah. You know, but you know what? Uh, I, I wouldn't change it for the world. I wouldn't change the slaps. I, I don't do jitsu. Do jitsu. Uh, now, let me, let me equate that. We're talking about jujitsu, not what you see now. BJ, yes. uh, right? Because in jujitsu, I don't. Okay, let's go back to judo. When I do judo, you'd actually punch a kick and, and lock. Yeah, it was like it was like jujitsu nineteen seventies. So it wasn't it wasn't a far screen to go from judo to jujitsu. But then when you went to karate, it was more strikes, more straight. In jujitsu, it was hook punches. It was like beating the streets. Mm, it was yeah. really was. But you know, uh, I, just one quick story about jujitsu. Okay, one quick story. Uh, I was about 12 was. And this jiu club uh, was called Skyless. It was brutal. It was brutal. Right? But I didn't realise that. And uh, you get smashed over your head. But because, of the, because of the fact, right, that it was normal, you accepted normality. Mm. I, I think that toughness you got from that made us who we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fortunately today, it's it's uh I don't use the word but woke. Yeah woke. I like everyone's got an excuse for not doing things or or your hands are hitting or it's raining, so I can't train. You train inside, you gobble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you trained inside and outside, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. You know what? If my guy said to my seafood, what we sense he said we're outside the park, we're in a, in a garden. I'm there. I didn't question it because no. In regards, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. You just, you just, you just follow that. Well, what, what, what? Um, how, how did your, um, you know, your, uh, your fighting career, uh, d- develop? You know, obviously, obviously, you had a passion for martial arts, and um, you know, you became a, a fighter. So, how, how did that develop? Well, okay, I joined martial arts uh, to become a better fighter. Because like yourself, mm. I could fight anyway. I was mm. getting fights all the time as a kid, so I thought martial arts would be better. It didn't yeah. make you worse. <laughs> you know, because every, no one punches the way you do in martial arts. No. That's it. And kicks all kinds. So you actually train to fight other martial artists. Yeah. You're not trained to fight anyone in the streets. Now, but because I believed it so much, it was effective in the streets for me because I believed it was right. Yeah. But if I look back now, I looked at it right. I was nuts. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> it's uh, it's not made for the streets. What all martial arts? This is my opinion. All martial arts uh, are terrible. That's my opinion, right? If you're not intelligent enough, intelligent enough, right, to work out what works, what doesn't work. If you yeah. get you get that in your head, because we learn stuff. I've, I learn stuff like uh, that bride, that one block, and all these blocks that will never work in a million years. But they're an important part of your, of your training. If you don't do it right, you haven't got the full system. And a full system requires the fact you do all this stuff. Because all these guys who do uh unfortunately I, I still have to freestyle. 
Yeah. I want those encourage clowns, clowns, right, who were half-baked, who would get like three or four grades. Oh, I'm a black belt now, freestyle, you bellend. end. <laughs> 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 and, and so I, I, that's why I changed from freestyle to Mushikai. I, I didn't want to be associated with them all. It, it made me sick to see how, how, how inept they were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Keep me on track. I keep floating away. Oh no, no, that's crap. No, because fr- well, fr- freestyle became quite a quite a thing, didn't it? And it, that's quite interesting. What what you said there, you know yeah. that that you, you changed from from that to um, uh, to Mush and Kai because uh, you know uh, how um, how inept they were at that oh, time. But but I I will get the blame. <laughs> <laughs> me right. I just I left the Laogar. Uh, I needed to find something. I was going to give them credit for what I was doing. So I developed a freestyle system. I had a syllabus, a full syllabus, but I never released the syllabus to anyone. It was my, my club. I didn't think extensively. I thought inwardly. So yeah. it was all built for the club. Uh, in fact, you guys beat us. The TAGB beat us. I hate this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we were going to a competition. Uh, I just, not long enough allow uh, about a year or so. And uh, Mike Haig approached me to fight in the FSK. So uh, I, I did. The second one we were fighting in was in Manchester. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I said to my, my people, if we lose to the Lau, I've closed the club. I meant it. I meant <laughs> it. That's how, because it, it was all coming toward. They were all getting bad mouths. So we beat the Lau in the semis. And we were happy. Then you guys beat us in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? It, it was you know, a great team, so it wasn't a bad loss. It was a good loss, if you look at it that way. You, know, you get beat by a team that doesn't deserve it. Hmm. If you're like, what the hell was that about? Well, you get beat by another world-class uh, fighters, which the team <laughs> were. They were world-class fighters, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't, it was a, not what you want, but you accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, there, there was there was it was good days. I mean, you know, there, there were there were some some really high class fighters from every part of the country in those days. You know, there, there was no easy fights. You knew you knew you were going to be in a war, um, wherever wherever you were, because uh, good fighters would turn up. Uh, there were there were no easy competitions, and uh, you know the, the uh, you know going in the early eighties and uh, middle to late eighties, and you know there there, there seemed to be more uh, more of a you know, people, different styles getting together and competing yes. against each other, which yes. which was fantastic. And I think that brought the martial arts to a different level then. Well, it's AGB, right? They were, they were out, outcast. They were never part of the circuit. Hmm. And all of a sudden they appeared. I thought, oh, I like this. Because there's such, so much talent you had, you guys. So much talent. And to see us on the open circuit, I was I rejoiced. I rejoiced because it was a full flavor of martial arts as opposed to just being sit once crazy come through. We had TAGB there now yeah. I, I, with the all-star basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, in, in those days we had uh we had probably about three three really good fighters at each weight more as well. That, more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, well, yeah, the, yeah, a guy called Singh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Kim. And yeah, Ronnie Siegel. 
Road circuit, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I remember going to a to a to a competition, um, you know, going in the uh, in the eighties and thinking, right, okay, you know, there was uh, myself uh, as lightweights, myself, Ralph Minot, Elvis Parsley, David. Wow, Mears, Elvis, yeah, yeah. Uh, all all those people, I was thinking, wow, you know, this this is going to be a hell of a day. But uh, yeah, they, we had great great strength strength in depth. But um, well, it, you know. see, you look, you're right because yeah, you was a national team. Mm. Yeah, we were the club team. Yeah, I've said that, so you know that. Okay. <laughs> no, no, def- definitely, definitely, yeah. But you know, that doesn't take away what you had. Yeah. Because right? yeah. allow was a national team. Every team is a national team. There, basically, besides us, we were from yeah. one club. You know, so from from the ghetto, basically. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That that was better than national team because we fought each other on the streets as well as as well as in the competitions. So it's, it's yeah. a it's bond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. definitely. Get me back on track. I keep floating. Well, away. well, no, no, that's fine. It's it's great. It's it's really nice to to to, to hear the the you know the story. Uh, I was going to ask about your um your teaching. Now, certainly, when I started teaching, it was great because I was still competing, so I had my own students to practice on. Yes. And, yeah. You know, and that's what myself and uh, Big Oggy we did. We used to drive to training in the car, thinking, right, we're going to do this. We're going to line them up. You have that line, I'll have this line, and we'll just fight, uh, which is what we used to do. And, um, you know, our, our students, in fact, our students got to a really good level simply through fighting us. Was that the type of thing that you did, or was it different? Uh, no, I used to do the same. But first of all, right there, I started teaching. I was teaching like, uh, from the age of 18, 19, I was teaching like about nine classes, 10 classes a week as a professional instructor for my seafood. Yeah. Round the Northwest. So every club was brand new. So I had to get up to a certain, certain standards. So I had no sparring partners. Mm. My sparring partners were, were the karate guys. Liverpool's got a strong, strong history of karate. The, the Red Triangle, the Steve Cattle, Terry O'Neill, Bob Point, all these guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Kirby, Kirby Karate Club. These are all strong clubs. So I used to become friends with them. I sparred them, but it was kind of rigid. No disrespect to karate, it was kind of rigid because mm. it was short time. But they were strong and they hit you. And you had no pants on. It was just brutal. But again, that was just the way it was. But while I do my students right, I'd go fast and light. So if I hit them hard, they're not going to spar me. So I would only touch the right. Bam. I just keep going forward. I thought, I'm going to knock you out this second. You keep going forward. <laughs> but, but if you hit hit the right hard, you don't want to spoil So I had to go light and fast. I mean, hyper fast I was. Bam, bam, bam. Just touch contact. Literally touch contact. Yeah, and yeah. After a year, I had these, these killers, right? Where I, could, I could really wreck. Uh, because I believe when you spar, it's, everyone's different. You go for it. It's not really sports, it's fighting. So yeah. if I'm going to take the same. I mean, mm. you, you guys go for it in the uh, continuous. Yeah. So that's how I believe. You need to have this, the correct spirit, the correct mindset, the correct brutal code in order to uh, project yourself onto your opponents as this horrible creature who will do what he can to take you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I and it's interesting because you know, I, I watched you, and you you had a very what I would what I would call a smooth style. Your 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 transition from one uh, kick to a punch was was very very smooth. I saw other people do it, and it, 
you know, or tried to do it. And it was really sort of clunky. That had what what I would call had sharp corners on, but yours had like a circular movement to your to your movements. Um, you know, and the, and the way that you used to when you were competing. Um, and I remember watching watching your um, uh, watching your footwork, and you, 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 whether that came, I don't know if it came from from boxing or whatever. But um, was, was there a certain way that you trained to get that? I had set drills footwear. Mm. Uh, not is is I'll say to you right. If I watch something happen straight away, I could do it. My mm. head worked that. I was as a weird cat like that. Uh, not just a photograph of memory, right? I can turn it around physically and do it. So I look at things like, okay, my influence, I'm lucky, I'm very lucky to be around when Frank Lynch and Steve Babs are never ran around. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I get peak. Otherwise, if I went to the karate, I'd be like the karate. There's nothing wrong with karate, but I, I'm a fluid kind of guy. I'm karate yeah. committed. So I went to really watch Babsy fight and, and uh, 1977 in the National uh, Kung Fu Championships in Tower Ballroom. Oh, uh, yeah, Birmingham, yeah. Yeah, so there, uh, I, I won the Pee Wee's 1977. Uh, next day, Babsy's fighting and uh, is fighting and Neville's fighting and Clive Park, all these great fights. I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were. Hmm. So I sat down and watched it. That was it. I was set because Babsy was like a black Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. All ahead of the game. Uh, and like, the loud guard, it's, it's a fact, you may not know. It, it was Babsy who made the loud guard champions, not, not Jamie out. it's a fact, it's not being malicious, not Jamie mm-hmm. out. Babsy would, because uh, Babsy was actually Taekwondo originally. Right. Okay, do you know that? Yeah, well, I didn't actually, but he could kick, he could kick. Yeah. Babsy was like, well, no, ex-army is also, he could kick you and break your arm. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, and like, he got, you went you went to a competition, the first competition, you went to the lounge. You, you do all the kung fu, Bruce Lee stuff, and he got taken out, man. Takes him back. And he teaches him to be mobile as opposed to static. Next time he went out, he took everyone apart. So, and because Babsy was a ballsman boxer, and his, his his fight name was Steve Sanders, mm. right? He can box, so his history was boxing and uh, Taekwondo. So when he went to, went to do Laogar, he loved Laogar because he had, he had uh, freedom of movements. But it all comes to once, and like so that that's why the Laogar team, the original Laogar team, were special. I was brought up under them, so there's a great influence. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 definitely. So, what, what? I mean, when I when I was competing, the type of fighter that that I uh, used to find problematic or more difficult was fighters like me, <laughs> really, because I, I hated fighting people who were very similar to me um, in the way that that, that I moved and um, and so on. So, I mean, what what type of fighters did you find more problematic? Good question. Uh... Well, I'd find the problematic at first. But mm. after, once, once I've been exposed to that kind of fighter, it become easy. And that quite easy. I, I, I never had a game game plan. I never, and I didn't go out there thinking, we're well, hitting with this, hitting with that. What I would do, I would stand by, by the side, studying each fighter in my division, fighting. Yeah. And whatever that, that one person scored on you with, 
I'm going to hit you with because it's your blind spot. So it was a later process, but it wasn't a thought process. I'd see it and go, oh, he scored. That, that'd be long to be head. I'd use it. But problematic. Um, I think it, the, the hardest ones are those that done nothing, just dug in deep and wait for the juicing rights and count you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'm a go forward kind of fighter. I'm a attack, attack, attack. Mm. So when someone is like digs in deep. So for that, uh, I had to create a tactic. I had to dig them out. So I'd fake, pull them out and go. But once once I scored, see, you were talking points here, not continuous. So you have to understand. Uh, mm. So I dig them out. Once I dug them out, I scored the first point. You have to come. There's a reality that I, I can do what I want to. But yeah, uh, a strong shoulder can kind of dig deep and just, as you come, wants to break your ribs, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, obviously, continuous is, is difficult because it's all going. Mm. But these guys have no pads. I just want to break your ribs or break your nose. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, I, I, I like that. Made me excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it it, it, it was good. I mean, I I I think um, it it very very interesting in 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 those days, particularly when you had uh, uh, traditional karate. We we did a, a TAGB. We did a traditional karate international in Jersey once. And uh, they had a we we brought three teams there, and we we actually wasn't well, Bob Sykes with you guys. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Go on. Yeah, yeah. We came we came first, second, and Why third. Why did you invite me? We should have done. <laughs> we should have. We just should have done. Hey, there's still time. There's still time. Well, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We we um we we had a good time, but they they had some traditional uh traditional karate then, and I think um. It was a mix of taekwondo, kickboxing, karate, uh, and so on. And I think um, because of our experience in the um, things like the clash and fighting yeah. you you guys, uh, we we were able to deal with it quite well. So it, it, it wasn't a huge problem at that time. But I think if we if we'd have met them ten years earlier, we would have found it difficult. Because because you, you want, want your pony. Yeah. yeah, you, know, yeah. you guys evolved so quick, man. You guys yeah. evolved so quick. Uh, Remember when Tony fought uh, Kevin in the first combat? Yeah, Kevin blitzed him to bits. Mm. And Tony was like, be fuffled. But Tony went away and got shit together. Because you, you guys go pop, 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 score. We've got to go bang. Everyone's got, got a matter. You know? Yeah. Different, different mindset. But I watched that fight. Uh, that, guy was, that guy was not fighting. Yeah. I watched uh, Kevin fight Tony. Yeah. Uh, it was a good fight. But you yeah. see What's to go after, you know? Yeah, I think I think what do you know what it, what it was? I remember what, one of our very first uh, All Stars um, outings. We went to the Birmingham, went to the ballroom, Tower Ballroom. Oh, combat opened. Yeah, and I tell you what, we we got absolutely wiped out. We got wiped out. Yeah, and we and, and we went we went back to training. We said, right, guys, this is this is what we got to do. And I tell you, we trained and we drilled and we did this and we did you know everything and then we came back and we did it again and we were a little bit better and then we came back and did it again and within within a, a few competitions we we got there well you got you got there pretty quick mm. i'd say and that's because you're tenacious i don't know the, i don't dave was uh in charge but i don't know the, was dave the coach yeah yeah he was he was coach then yeah 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 he was coach then he, he, uh, he did a great job he did a great job you know what i mean I mean, yeah. was he coaches when you do the squad training? Was he in charge? Was he teaching them? Yeah, well, I, I think I think what happened, you see, we we went from doing when we were doing squad training, we went from just doing purely continuous 
to doing continuous points, hands only, legs only, just just different combinations like that. And um, you know, we we were, we were really just there, really just fighting all different types of systems. Um, so okay. whoever, you know, whoever we came up against, we were going to give them a good go. I well, I will tell you right. It's respect that for you guys back then. The fact that you come out your own own your own world. It's this new world. I kept going, kept going. That was like a, and also not just we're you were the tough fighters for your association, mm, and you yeah. put yourself on the line to get beat by people who couldn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I, that, I got tough respect. So even so, you might not have thought that the way I acted. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, I, I think, I think that that's the thing is when it's like that is the respect is mutual. Yeah, you, you know the respect is mutual. I I, I remember we we came up to um, uh, Huddersfield on one of the clashes, and we were in the van, and we were talking about different fights and perhaps who we were going to fight and things like that. And everybody had uh, uh, maximum respect, maximum respect for the Warriors. I tell you, really was. Yeah, they were nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Warriors, right? I, me and Bob Sykes started the Warriors off, uh, yeah, because originally they all come to Liverpool to lay in freestyle. They all did. There was Bob, there was uh, Joe Terry, there was Neil Fagan, there was uh, Chris Bowie. Mm. All these fighters come down. Uh, and then the idea was to put a team out in the circuit. So we done, we went up to Carlisle and we fought in an open karate competition and we won everything. But I, I said, okay, look, guys, I can't do this. I've got my own team I've got to fight with. So I pulled away. Yeah. Uh, and then they evolved, then it's the Clash of Titans. Uh, I didn't want it. I, I got my own team, right? I got more pride in people being my students standing alongside me when beating all these champions. So I had to let go, but I was always there to support them at the Clash, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was good. I'll tell you what, um, I remember <laughs> seeing them, uh, you know, we, we were at the Clash. And I, I was trying to think who, who fought him, but I remember watching uh, Peter Opara. And, oh, uh, I did you? Wow! You know I tell that? you what, <laughs> I I didn't I didn't know that. I remember looking at him, and I tell you what, I I studied him. I studied his his footwork. I thought, wow, this the way he moved for a for a, a guy who was heavy but quite short as yeah. well. For, I, I couldn't believe the way he moved. I couldn't believe it. Well, Peter was was a great fighter. Uh, unfortunately, right, he's. All my students are world champions or I've got world titles or British Europeans. And he's the only one who never won a world title. But he should have because he's so good. But he what was, happened yeah. was, uh, when, shall we say, it was a split. He had no one to teach him. So he went yeah. his own way. Yeah. Uh, actually fought him in a competition day truth. And yeah. once he did, uh, obviously I beat him, but uh, there was no growth, no more. Yeah, yeah. because he he was one of the most talented people I know. Yeah, he, he was, was. He was very very talented. Yeah. But when when you become the overdog and all that, yeah, it it can affect your head. Yeah, you see, uh, I like he's, he's now he's a preacher. I know in church. Oh, is he? Wow. Yeah, he's a preacher. Preacher, yeah. old father. He's funny. He's funny cat. You know, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. No, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, good fighter. Very, very. Yeah, very good. I, I, I taught him for like. Uh, of five years. Wow. Remember, he cut me. I was, I was teaching doing the thing, right? The Caribbean centre. Yeah. And he walks this affo. 
And he had, he had a haircut like uh, Elvis Presley. A black yeah, yeah. guy with a haircut. <laughs> I loved Elvis. And from that point on, was, uh, he evolved to be a great fighter he was. And I wish him all the best, Peter, because he's, he's a good guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, he's, he, yeah, he, he really good, really good fighter. I, I loved, loved watching him. That, so, what, what's, um, how, how's your, uh, how's your school going at the moment? How, how are things? It just goes. Yeah. It go- See, I own the building. Right. I own the building, so I haven't got, I haven't got compromise. Why yeah. teach? Yeah. So I can be me. I, I keep telling everyone. I listen to this. I'm going to tell you now. I'm going to educate you now. Right. Go for it. Right. The biggest gift you can give yourself in life is to be yourself. Now, how hard is that around all these people you got to deal with? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, I you watch me right. I'm the same with anyone. I have the same. I get the respect until they deal with the line. Then you get four, four battles. But now, yeah, yeah. what I do now, <clears throat> I don't hate no one. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've one out of inside my body. I don't hate or dislike anyone. If they're not my kind of person, I push them to one side. I don't deal with them because life's too short to deal with fools. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's very true. Very true. I, I, I agree. You have, you have to be yourself, and particularly with, with, with what, what we do. Yes, yeah. as, uh, as martial artists, it's, uh, it's really, really important to do that. I, as well. I, I, what you call, I what you call a taskmaster when I teach. Mm. I, want, I want to accept uh, anything but the best of you. If, if you're not giving what you, you should. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just give it chest straight. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have no barriers, <laughs> and people know this. And because you know this, like people actually bring the kids to me. Yeah, because it, it is it is my thoughts on things. Uh, if you got a child and you bring your child to me, you're giving me your, the greatest gift in the world. You got. Surely. So if you do that, you're right. Surely it's it's down to me to help your child learn to protect himself and be yes. confident a life skill. Uh, I, I've always said this. There's three things in life you gotta, you got to give kids. The three things, most important things in life. One is love. So they learn to love themselves. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's education so you can make a good a good living life. Mm, yes. Really? Is the ability to protect what you have. Yeah, 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 That's definitely, huh? definitely. Well, t- to be honest, that 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 is a good uh, a good place um, uh, to end. I, I generally do about uh, um, forty odd minutes, but I tell you what, you're going to have to come on again, and uh, we're going to have to talk again. I'm going to try and get. Uh, well, I tell you, I tell you what, I tell you why I do it because um, generally, when people listening to this will uh, <laughs> generally there's quite young people in, and they like they like the, the shorter podcast. But the good thing about it is what I try and do is try and get people on again. Um, and what I'd like to do is I'd, I'd love to get you on again and me and Big Oggy having a chat with you as well, so you can. Uh, no, I don't want to talk to Oggy. Get you can. Poor Oggy. Poor Oggy. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, yeah. Yes. Right, yeah. Imagine, imagine, is that right? I think I'm trying to think if you did. I did. They give him to me in Manchester, and he would ask if I could do the splits to kick him. <laughs> <laughs> but he he would love to, he would love to catch up with you. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have a chat with him and okay. say right. Ne- next time we speak to speak with you, 
um, which I, I hope we will again. I mean, this, this is this has been awesome because uh, um, I also like to to do a shorter one because I want people to to take in as much as possible. I think sometimes with a uh, a long podcast, people don't take in as much information. Um, you know about uh, martial artists and their journey and the, the way they I, should be, uh, be as people. The, you know, where well, I know with you podcasts, no like two hours because I rant on. <laughs> well, Listen, we could do it again, right? And I'll, I'll give the juicy stories then, okay? The yes, no, de- definitely. Well, listen, st- stay there for a moment because I, I, I want to chat to you afterwards as well. But I just want to say to the uh, martial arts, uh, the living martial arts podcast fans, is uh, I hope you've enjoyed our chat today. I want to th- say thank you to uh, to Alfie for taking the time. Um, I'm going to look forward to talking to him again and uh, catching up with some more uh, more of his life, really, and um, some of his martial arts antics. And uh, he's promised us some stories as well, so that'd be oh, great. Lots of stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you.